conversation, as always, brought to you by Als Auger Meats. Let's head on out to New Salem and visit with Spencer Worth the Meat Dude. Spence, my man, how are you doing? You know, I'm doing great because for the first time in I don't know how many months, I am standing outside for this phone call in a T-shirt enjoying the sun. It's, it's wild. It's uh, it's lovely out there. <laughs> Let me check. What's the temp out right now? Eric Johnson, 31. 30, it was 34 a second ago. Oh. It's bouncing between 33 and 34. Okay, so we are right at that freezing point, and you're wearing a T-shirt, huh? Let me guess, it's a Van Halen T-shirt? No, I, I think it might be warmer out here. We'll go with that. <laughs> okay, it's warmer out there. You don't want to tell me what type of T-shirt you're wearing? <laughs> I'm wearing a New Salem Holstein T-shirt. That's oh, what I'm wearing. That's quite fitting, I guess. Branding. Yeah. That is branding for you, 101, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Spence, we had somebody text in a question for you over an hour ago. And uh, we, in fact, moved you up a day because we're going to be very busy uh, raising awareness for nonprofits. So they've been waiting an entire week for you. Let's get to those. Tyler, question for the meat dude. What is the difference between prime rib and standing rib roast? Um, so standing rib is, is might be something different than prime rib. Prime rib is, is most of the time boneless. Uh, a standing rib roast would have the rib bone still on it usually cut lengthy so that it can um, essentially stand on them rib bones. But it's the same cut of meat. Um, prime rib is, is kind of a marketing term used during the holidays to sell more ribeye roasts, right, or rib roasts, whatever you want to call them. Um, but the term prime rib is a boneless rib roast, um, just coined a different phrase. So if, if you're referring to specifically a standing rib roast, there is a difference because a standing rib, like I said, has bones where normally a prime rib is boneless. But uh, they're, they're the same they're the same cut. They're the same primal. They're the same uh, muscles. Everything's the same. So. Does the marketing uh, get us to spend more money as far as, hey, look, this one isn't just a standing rib roast. This one's prime rib. It sounds a little bit yeah, more sophisticated. You, you know, that, that term is, is so funny because prime is, is a quality grade, right? Um, you know, a prime carcass is something that has enough intramuscular fat and, and young enough to be classified by USDA standards to be a prime carcass. Uh, but then during the holidays, we just have prime ribs all over the place. Everybody sells them, right? Mm-hmm. Myself including, or used to when I did retail sales. And uh, yeah, the term is just kind of funny. I think it's gotten to the point where it's just a, it's one of those associations now since it's been being used so much. And, you know, anytime you can help your customer associate what they're buying and how to cook it and how to prepare it helps in the long run. Um, but, yeah, I've always thought that one kind of interesting uh, with a prime rib roast. What other marketing terms are uh, these uh, butcher shops using that are, are, are getting us? It's essentially the same thing as a different type of cut. Is anything else coming to mind? No, that's, that's the biggest one. And the okay. only one that that one comes to mind the most prominent is because of the term prime um, because it, it's used as like I just said as, as a quality grade as well so it's it's kind of funny all right I got a good knee slap out of that was a good chuckle three five two yeah, seven you are, I, can, I can hear it the emotion <laughs> and the, the glee of which you told us that story <laughs> three five two seven zero you text him in and we'll ask him I had a question because you know, look we we have this new house, and with it came some of the appliances, and we have a fridge that I'm not a fan of. You know the dial that changes the temp? It's right where maybe if you're going to get your 2% milk, you might bump it with your forearm once. Apparently, I did that once, and um, we had ground turkey. 
because we're going to do uh, ranch sriracha burgers. And if you haven't tried that before, ladies and gentlemen, try it once. But apparently I turned down the, the temp a little bit. And uh, when I opened that pack, it was, I almost hit the floor. But I went and I did, you know, because you've always told me, hey, it's the smell test. That If it smells funky, something might be off. But I didn't know that I had bumped the, the temp until I tried that same 2% milk. And then it was quite obvious that, that, <laughs> that it wasn't quite a cold fridge. And that's a whole other story. Um, have you ever had that moment? Because, you know, then I went and I, I looked on the, you know, best of used by date, which I do want to ask you about how you come to the best of used by from those standards. Uh, but, you know, and I looked and, okay, well, it's only been in the fridge for a couple of days. I'm going to go for it. And thankfully, you know, it, it, I was fine. But the born on date, I, I was stupid. I, I went for it. Uh, who determines that? I mean, is that a, a standard that you have when you talk about the USDA and all that of, okay, this was processed. Here's what we got to put as a marker down. Yeah, sell by dates. That's what you're asking. Well, there's there's best best of used by used and sell by. by. Yeah. So by, what's the difference? Sell by. There's there's lots of different terms. So, um, at the end of the day, what what's interesting is is used by is 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 how do I put this? It's it's uh, uh there it's it's not like the the rule, right? It's not going to expire or go bad on that date. But most large plants take in-house data, do research to, and they're called shelf life studies. I actually did one for my master's project um, while I was still at NDSU, and that's essentially collecting data, um, taking measurements based on color, oxidation, um, and then we can do some, you know, real big chemical work, which we did in my research project, but we don't have to get into that. But uh, every facility kind of uses in-house data because every facility has a different micro environment. Every facility is actually going to spoil, or I don't want to use the term spoil, you know, meat and spoilage. I don't like to use those together, but everything will start turning differently depending on where it came from. Um, chicken, obviously, pork, beef, any species is different on that shelf life as well. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And then, and then you have the grocery store environment, right? Where they're bringing in boxed meat and then they usually, if they're relabeling it, put their own use by date. And that's usually just an in-store rule that this is what we stand behind. This is what we're going to put on it um, because of what we've seen in our coolers, what, what we've, you know, again, in-house seen, that's what we're going to put on all of our packages on a use by date. There is no magical, your meat is going to last under refrigeration for exactly 10 days, right? There is no perfect way to, because everything's different. But so that's usually kind of how it works. Is everybody has their own in-house data. That's what they use off of. Yes, you can go on to um, USDA's website and they'll give, again, just some general, this is how long meat lasts. But the large companies do their in their own in-house studies in order to create a the best sell by date. Okay, so so you go to your fridge, and um, what are you taking more stock in the 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 number that's on that package? Saying okay, well this is the date, or you open up that bad boy and it reeks. Are you going by smell? Or are you going by the date that was printed on the label? I'm going by smell, okay. especially meat, hundred well, percent. I, uh, now, dairy, I dairy is poorly. a different ball game. <laughs> you know, dairy, yeah. dairy and poultry is a different ball game. Dairy, I, I kind of use the old uh, Best Buy on a on a jug of milk, unless of course I screw up my refrigerator. But uh, 
then, then the smell test comes into play. But uh, when it comes to me, you know, how many times have we talked on this show, how long will stuff last in your freezer? Mm-hmm. And it can last a very, very long time. And it, and it can actually last a long time under refrigeration, too. Uh, it's all about the environment and the microbes that were on the piece when it got into the refrigerator. And there's just so many variables. That's why you use by best use by freeze by sell by whatever is uh, just a generality used by uh, both industry and retail shops to essentially get the best meal for the consumers, mm-hmm. the, the freshest. But uh, it's it's it, it, it's interesting. It's a whole nother realm. So don't be an idiot like me and accidentally bump your fridge temp and then have a bad evening. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's the environment, ladies nothing. and gentlemen. But you you said you you said you ate it though. Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, no uh, cause of concern. No, no, there wasn't. So I, I got by, but I tell you, man, it took an awful lot of convincing to get the other member of the household to buy in. <laughs> yeah, about- but, uh, you know, what if we we always talk on the show, right? Yeah. It's going to smell funny, but it's just foliage microbes. Nothing that's going to give you foodborne illness, um, you know, because everything that you buy in the grocery store is past so many um, microbial mm-hmm. testing and everything that everything is once it hits the shelves is, is safe, but there's still those spoilage microbes that can grow and make it funky. But even if you eat it like you, yeah, I, I was reasoning with myself, Spencer, I was on every website. I was like, okay, we bought this. Here's the born on date. How long yeah, is the shelf life? Oh, I did because I there's sometimes I don't want to bother you and that beautiful family of yours saying, Hey, look, I got some shred, uh, diced up Turkey here. Should I go for it? <laughs> I'm sure your wife would be grateful that I did not, because it would have been about supper time for you, I imagine, as well. 35270, you send them in, we read them, and ask uh, the Spencer Worth the Meat, dude. This conversation brought to you by Alls Auger Meats, locally raised beef, family-owned, great operation out of Ogden, Minnesota. Uh, somebody's wondering about uh, Facebook and some of those online ads that are selling, for example, King crab for about eight dollars a pound. Does that sound legit? <laughs> I don't know what king crab is worth. <laughs> hey, I told them if they ask, I will ask you. So this is what they're asking. Uh, I'm not familiar with the uh, crab market, so I'm going to have to pass on that question. Uh, how about just uh, online ads about beef? Now, all of a sudden, you're scrolling through, and I'm like, hey, here's the butcher block. We'll send it right to your door. You can take yeah. any stock in those, or you say, you know what, just get in your rig, and you find your local butcher, and you just have a conversation with them. I think there are, there are really, really good businesses out there that are, are doing the deliver to your door. Um, and there's even some local ones based out of Minnesota and, and uh, North Dakota who are, are doing it legit. Um, you are, you are going to pay for a premium product. Uh, utilizing those, but um, that's kind of the way the industry is moving. If if you want to know that animal's life story and where it came from, um, there's usually a premium associated with that. On the flip side, there's also a lot of companies who um, buy lower end meats and um, you know enhance them a little bit, and then they're able to sell ribeyes for seven ninety nine or whatever that that price may be. You have to buy um, a few of those. There's there's a lot of those out there as well, and it's you know if if you're eating beef, I'm happy. Beef beef consumption is the main priority, and there's there's value across the board. It's it's really what you want on your plate and what you're willing to pay, and you know there's there's a lot of factors that go into buying meat these days. It's 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 kind of crazy, and and I'm I'm part of that small niche 
industry and it's mm-hmm. and it's fun and, and awesome to have producers come to me and say that they're taking the dive and starting to sell retail and start to do that stuff but um there's there is a premium associated with it so well, uh, I'll make sure the Beef Commission sends you the check out to New Salem for that endorsement. Just eat beef. It's what's for dinner tonight. Eric, did you find the, the King Crab well, Legs? So I'm searching around and looking at a few different sites, but I found a, a just AlaskanKingCrab.com. Who knows if that is market price? But their <laughs> listings for just large golden King Crab Legs, yeah. $85 a pound. $85 Eight a pound? Five. Okay, so I'm guessing eight dollars a pound pounds. is a scam. Uh, yeah, <laughs> imagine what are you getting? Are you getting like the subway fake crab like yeah, me? Right. It's, <laughs> it's tilapia with a red yeah. paint stripe painted on the back of Am it. I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that, probably. Spence, do you want to dodge that bullet and I'll let you go and get back after it? Well, I was just gonna say, there's that premium we were just talking about. Oh yeah, nine right. to eighty-five. There you go. There's your premium. Prime there example. <laughs> Spence, my man, it's always fun. Get back to work. All right, we'll chat again next Thursday. All right. Sounds good. All yeah. right. It's, uh, Spencer Worth, the meat dude every week. It's brought to you by All Sucker Meats. 85 good. And that was Lord. just for large. You could go up to 120 for the extra large. I think, I mean, Valentine's Day, do you think it get shipped here in time? Yeah, I mean, there are places in town you can yeah. get that. But, yeah, it's uh, – I want to say, and I don't remember how big of a package it was, but the last time we were at one of the one of the club stores yeah, – right. Uh, that it was the box that they were selling, which I think was 10 pounds, was like $400. I think we have a coworker that uh, just shut this microphone off that purchase said box not long ago. I think he had some explaining to do once he was checking out with the old missus. Let's get you caught up with KFGO News. We'll come back. Let's talk about the State of the Union. One, did you watch? Two, what was the takeaway if you did? I've got some receipts. Uh, Was it assigned seating last night? Uh, was it? Uh, I've got questions that I'll ask you right after KFGO News. It's a money, good food. It's a great, good food. It's a great.